Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. WWE Backlash has just finished, but we are here to go through everything that you need to know about it. I am Phil Chambers. This is Michael Hamlet over here. Yeah. Uh, and to kick things off, we got EO Sky versus Bianca Belair as the first match. Definitely wasn't what we were expecting to be the no. first match out there, but it was a really good way to kickstart the show. Um, it was a really good match between the both of them. Big match Bianca strikes mm-hmm. again. Um, EO Sky was super over in this as yes. well. It was absolutely incredible. Um, and basically, it all boiled down towards the end when uh, Damage Control, Katurl, even I should say, <laughs> to give them their proper name, uh, came out and sort of were casting distraction all over the place. And EO Sky was going to be going up for the big moonsault to finish off Bianca Belair. But uh, Bailey thought she'd add one little extra layer to it and kind of grabbed Bianca's hair and was like kind of hiding behind the apron. But the referee saw it and uh, started like telling her off obviously to get her out of there but this caused a bit of a distraction left EOS guy up there and it ended up with Bianca Belair hitting the big old KOD on EOS guy not on plain sailing within damage control but another strong um, uh, retention from Bianca Belair yeah um, you would think maybe that the uh, damage Katarol dissension would eventually lead into the two of them turning on Bailey yeah however this was sort of a perfect night for EO to feel like the wronged baby face because she was so over. She was so over. Everybody was over in yeah. Puerto Rico. This was an incredible crowd, just like it was on SmackDown the night before. But the crowd were with EO, and I think when Damage Katarl arrived on the scene, that at the very least made EO the heel yeah. for the finish, which really helped. Um, there was a couple of really great Bianca spots, because there always is. Um, the one I'm thinking of, the one arm press slam that she does she was selling her arm that had been worked on by EO and then when she went to press slam EO kind of like face planted and hit hard on the canvas but she was able to seemingly recover and hopefully she's fine all well Um, Big Match Bianca is right you want to see how this can translate into the the rank and file stuff because these huge pay-per-view matches these premium live event matches the stadiums the hot crowds suit Bianca so much more than the typical weekly churn I don't know how they get out of that funk but this was just a night to forget all about that and get the match from these two that was as good as the graphic looked yeah. That's what I would say. Like often too many times these kind of things flatter to deceive. A great night for Bianca Belair, a great night for your Sky. Possibly the beginning of the end for Damage Katarl. Yes, and possibly a star-making performance for Rio Sky. Obviously, we've seen yeah. a lot from her in like yeah NXT and stuff, but this feels like a, a coming out moment on the mm, main roster mm-hmm. almost for Rio Sky, Definitely. and hopefully they can capitalize on that going forwards. Um, but next up, it was Seth Rollins. <laughs> ah, I've gone the wrong way. Hang on, here it is. Ah, professionals. Seth Rollins versus Omos. 
Um, another, well, it was a match based on a match graphic. This mm -hmm. was literally the build. Um, but uh, no, it was a fun match nonetheless. Another one in the streak of almost having kind yeah. of fun matches, yeah. which is a bit mad. Um, it's just going on. Um, but it uh, basically boiled down to Seth Rollins at the end of the match. He'd hit uh, almost with two curb stomps and almost kicked out of it to a massively shocked looking mm -hmm. uh, Seth Rollins to the point where he had to go all the way up to the top rope and do a kind of super curb stomp uh, to put almost away for the three. But a really fun match from these two guys. Yeah. A kind of what you expected, um, but I suppose the trick with these two is actually delivering on those expectations. Mm -hmm. Seth, kind of in the build, if there was a build, was that he said he was going to give Omos this match that was just different to all the rest, and he did just that. Um, it didn't outstay his welcome, like just over 10 minutes. And what I will say for uh, Seth as well is that the the footage recently of him standing for ages and ages and ages, arms aloft, enjoying his song seemingly existed for the start of this match. They came in super hot here. Seth puts his arms out for the uh, Burn It Down song to play it and play it and play it and play it. And almost just takes his head off with a boot. And Instant the on. heel here. Yeah, and the match is on from there. Um, WWE love their chopping down the tree stories, as you kind of pointed out as we were watching. Yep. Seth going to the legs, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the... Um, the stomp from the top rope is far from the most spectacular thing that Seth's ever done because of Omos's sheer size, mm -hmm. it felt huge. Omos's no-sell of the original stomp by just bracing himself with his neck yeah. really sold just what a huge giant he was and what a huge task this was. Um, so a big win for Seth. A nice bit of fun post-WrestleMania before he gets into, presumably, the serious business of the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, absolutely, and a nice little something different for the card, yeah. which was quite mm. nice as well. Um, but speaking of, like, not staying or overstaying its welcome, yeah. uh, next up was the triple threat match for the United States Championship. In it, just under seven minutes long, they did not give it a lot of time. No. Um, and Austin Theory won, I think we kind of mostly all expected this to happen. Mm. Um, it boiled down when uh, Bronson Reed kind of went to the top rope, he hit his moonsault, but he kind of missed it and then he got speared by Bobby Lashley and then in the middle of that Austin Theory kind of run in chips Bobby Lashley out of the ring did the classic triple threat heel um, cowardly finish chucked him out used his finish as a pin Bronson Reed get the one two three Austin Theory is still your United States champion yeah and there's very little flavour to add to that unfortunately not much sizzle on this stick Austin Theory has yet again escaped with his title without particularly feeling like a very deserving champion Presumably now, thank God, hostilities with Bobby Lashley are at long last concluded after multiple versions of that. Mm -hmm. Bronson Reed can, I guess, feel like the wrong party. I believe he's going to SmackDown with us in theory. So that might be a reason to continue on there. Hostilities for the time being. Um, but yeah, at least it was short. I will say that. It was on paper going to be the kind of like least interesting thing on the card. And it yeah. was on the night, truthfully. But it probably helped the pacing of the event. Backlash felt like a hot show. Like yeah. we can't like we can't like labour the point enough. The crowd were just incredible. They had energy for everything, including this. But I think even this was their breather. And I think WWE at least were cognizant of that in the way that they agented this. Yeah, absolutely. But speaking of hot crowds, yeah. the next match was Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. And as much as I think they could have done more with this match, probably, they could have definitely given it a bit more time or given Zelina Vega a bit more in it to kind of yeah. maybe try and cement her on the main mm -hmm. roster as a top women's star. Um, the entrance alone for Zelina Vega oh. is like... Uh, it must be like the highlights of one of her life like, yeah. at this point and you could see it written all over her face she came out she had the big Puerto Rican flag uh, on the on her outfit 
and you could just see the emotion written all over for it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the crowd gave them everything that they needed to in this match. Um, they played up to the crowd a hell of a lot throughout it, but it obviously ended up with Rhea Ripley getting the big win with the huge Riptide, a very solid Riptide yeah. at the end of this. Uh, but just in terms of a moment for the crowd and for Zelina Vega, this felt kind of special as much as they probably could have given her more in it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's one of the things where for what it um, was in terms of the TV characters, they kind of nailed it. Zelina Vega had to play scrappy underdog. Yep. They did the spot with the, uh, the Chancellor handed to her by her own mother for like uh, just one of many great like localised pops they achieved on this evening. But ultimately Rhea Ripley is this dominant nightmare of a women's champion that nobody can touch. She's yep. the, she is at the moment the measuring stick. She's the one that nobody can beat. So they got like as much as you would want more because it was just so sweet. Ultimately all the sentiment was just that, just sentiment in a match anywhere else in the country or anywhere else in the world, Rhea Ripley dominates Zelina and yeah. I thought they at least measured that quite well. Like Zelina's hope spots, I think you're right, I think one or two more hope spots might have been great, but ultimately that's all they ever were. Yeah. Um, an incredible night for her though and the emotion felt totally real. Um, it didn't seem like she wanted to leave the ring and leave, <laughs> no, leave the arena after the match and like more power to her as well. Yeah. Ripley was great putting her away. She was a superb cocky heel throughout this. She's grown so much as a performer in the last 12 months, even from the prodigy that we all knew she was. Yeah. Tremendous bit of business from both of them. I like to think that like they'll remember this quite fondly as getting more from something that would have often been, you know, a backlash first title defence. This, this was way more special than it had any right to be. Yeah. And they deserve credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, just the way that Rhea Ripley put her away at the end of it, like that was a full-on exclamation point yeah. at the end of it. It wasn't like a, oh, it just ripped, like, ripped tied and we're done kind of mm -hmm. thing. She, like, put a lot of extra sizzle on that yeah. to, like, make sure that this was, like, okay, she's going down for one riptide and that's it. But, like, this is a big deal kind of thing. She'd been aggrieved and annoyed that it had taken her to that point. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but speaking of the hometown pops, holy hell, out Oof. came Bad Bunny for the next one and one of our co-main events as they yeah. keep on building up uh, throughout the show. Um, and it was Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest. And this was great. Uh, it was mad. It was all over the place. It was a street fight, obviously. And they wrestled all over the building. Uh, there was loads of weapons involved. Bad Bunny came down with the trolley with the like the bin gimmick and the kendo sticks in it and everything. Um, it boiled down all over the place. Um, Damien Priest ended up doing a big Falcon Arrow through like two tables around the production truck onto Bad Bunny. And by the time they'd boiled all over the building and finally got back round to the ring, and then it got even more shenanigans. Crazy. Uh, because Damien Priest was looking like he was about to win, but then out come uh, Rey Mysterio uh, to help join in. But then obviously Damien Priest started beating him down as well. And then it just went mad. It went absolutely nuts from here because out came Carlito of <laughs> all people. No one really expected Carlito showing up yeah. in this. Uh, he came out as well. And then um, the Sorry, the Judgment Day came out before Carlito, then Carlito, then uh, Savio Vega came <laughs> out, and then the rest of the LWO came down. And it was a whole lot of fun yeah. with everybody involved. And then even after uh, Savio Vega and Carlito had chased off the Judgment Day to get them out of the way, Bad Bunny started tearing into Damian Priest's leg with everything that he could possibly find. Uh, chairs, kendo sticks, the ring post and everything. To the point where you're thinking like, oh, like Damian Priest is like really struggling with doing absolutely anything. Uh, and he boiled it down into the big sort of uh, Canadian destroyer to get mm -hmm. the big finish. Um, but really strong showing from both of these guys. Damian Priest feeling like a really confident superstar in this 
this match in terms of getting over like his character work as well as sort of the in-ring stuff with a guy like Bad Bunny, which yeah. is not not easy. No. And then all the bells and whistles of the street fight and all the LWO and everything else involved. This was a lot of fun. Magic. This was pure WWE theatre. Um, if you're, I would say if you're predisposed to sports entertainment, you know absolutely love this. But I would argue actually this is why people still do love versions of sports entertainment instead. Like regardless of your wrestling tastes, yeah. if you enjoy any kind of pro wrestling, this is the best version of what WWE create. Ultimately, there's a celebrity in one corner, there's a wrestler in another, and then there's all the timing out of all the various run-ins, which is superb. Yeah. So, like as Phil pointed out, you've got Rey Mysterio making the save as the Judgment Day do the beatdown, and then that in itself is enough. There's Rey Mysterio in the ring, beating up his son again now, he's totally comfortable to do so. The Judgment Day, I should point out, all decked out in white, because yeah. as Michael Cole explained on commentary, <laughs> they believe they were the heroes in this story. So Rhea was in white for her match earlier in the night, yeah. and then all of them had their, their white sort of aesthetic for this evening. So the... Uh, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Mysterio running was enough, theoretically. But when the Judgment Day of the Numbers came, you were at least assuming the LWO. So Carlito entrance music is a surprise in, <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah. Um, we'd seen Savio Vega hand a, I suppose, like a ceremonial Puerto Rico flag kendo stick yeah. to um, Bad Bunny earlier in the night. And again, he was like, he was suited and booted at the time. And that he got a huge pop. Everyone got a huge pop. Like, that felt like it was enough. Oh, that's cute, Savio Vega thing. So to have him come out on the ramp and get a monster reaction the way he did and then 
bring the LWO to make you think, oh, well, that's nice. He can't do anything physical, but like he's been there for the moment. Yeah. And then he does something physical because he does all of his uh, he does all of his chops, he does all of his punches, he does his spinning back kick on Finn Balor. Yeah. He does his quang pose for a second, which is like a little bit of a nod into TNT, which of course was like for some obviously would have been huge in the local area. Everything was timed out to utter perfection. This was so well thought about and so well cared for. And then when you strip all of that away, you've got Bad Bunny, one of the <laughs> great celebrity wrestlers at this point, one of the great yeah. WWE cameo guys, in absolutely inch-perfect bit of business. Me and you were shocked when we looked to see that this had gone 25 minutes. 25 minutes. And when you think about it, the reason for that is for the last five, maybe the last seven or eight, were all isolated to this chaos, this carnage, this fun that everybody in the building was having and that takes away from the first 15 to 17 minute awesome hardcore match that Priest and Bunny had with no run-ins, with no extras, there was bells and whistles but it was all stuff contained to the two of them another fabulous Bad Bunny feast and another tremendous bit of WWE sports entertainment this I think was at the point where Backlash was starting to elevate itself to like a Wrestlemania level night yeah. in terms of theatre and spectacle and reactions you knew you were watching like kind of another magic WWE PLE and this was the I think this will be what the show is remembered mostly for yeah absolutely and speaking of theatre oh. you went into the sort of biggest theatrical storyline mm-hmm. going into this into the bloodline straight after this um, this card is just uh, just a mad if you play some top yeah. players like how the hell do you follow the bloodline with Bad Bunny mm. in that crazy match but they did it um, it was obviously uh, the bloodline in the Usos and Solo Sokoa versus uh, Matt Riddle Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and what do you expect from all these guys at this point obviously it was a really really good match um, the biggest talking point though skipping over the match not that the match was bad at all immensely really, well, really worked, but Very well worked there but there to be forgotten I think yeah, yeah just it was yeah what you'd expect from these guys mm. at this point um, but yeah building it down to the end it got to a point where Jey Uso Jimmy Uso was it Jimmy Uso or Jey Uso Jey Uso uh, was about to go in there and sort of finish the job when Solo Sokoa did not trust him, gave him the whole big mm-hmm. slap tag on the back and got in the ring. And then it all started going a little bit tits up, let's say, <laughs> for the bloodline at this point. Uh, they started arguing between themselves. Um, obviously, Jay was annoyed with this. Um, and then um, uh, after a while, Jay did the tag back to get back into the ring after Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa was annoyed with this, but Jay was sort of going for it, but then he ended up getting hit with the halluva kick and then getting hit by uh, the bro Derek yeah. or as I called earlier today the bro Dallas so <laughs> thing. Uh, hit with the bro Derek but it looked like he was about to get pinned one, two, three but Solo Sakura had done the sneaky tag behind him so he ran in he grabbed Matt Riddle uh, off Jey Uso gave him the massive Samoan spike mm-hmm. and pinned him so Solo Sakura saving the Uso's ass yeah. they were about to lose the match saving it all for the bloodline and then Jimmy was just like, hey guys, we won. What's wrong, guys? Right. Everything okay? Is everything cool? What's my friends? Yeah, we all good? Uh, so a lot of drama in the endings mm. of this match. A lot to move forwards to SmackDown this week. More of a kind of let's get to the next level of this storyline rather than a like great standout match kind of thing. Yeah, I was personally sort of starting to feel like the bloodline was out of juice. With Roman keeping the belt, the whole story felt like it no longer made the sense it was supposed to make after it all crumbled at WrestleMania. Yeah. This was something, I wouldn't say it was a course correction, but it was something of getting it a little bit back on track. We'd already said that Roman was kind of looming large over all of this, and now yep. we'll be there on SmackDown in person for it. But um, there was a line delivery. It was Again, this won't be to everybody's taste, but there was a lot of 
you know, like, as, as some bad faith Twitter actors might say, cinema taking place in the ring. There was a lot of, like, dramatic line reads. And the point at which the tension was most ratcheted up between um, Jey Uso and Solo Sokoa, Solo was giving Jay the look of, I'm going to spite you, pal. And Jay screamed at him, I'm your brother, not him. Yeah. I'm your brother, not him. So that's not only trying to get into Solo's head that they should be a closer bond, but that's also negging Roman Reigns in the process. Yeah. So that now is... And Jay coming round to Sami Zayn's side of this entire yeah. argument that he's been trying to get across this whole time. So that was, I thought, maybe a way to maybe get that bloodline train back on the tracks. I'm certainly keen to see Roman's reaction to it, especially because they've won. Yeah. What kind of gaslighting arsehole <laughs> wouldn't be happy with a bloodline victory? So now the fact they've won, ostensibly he's got nothing to complain about, and yet we yeah. know where it's going to go. There will be plenty more yeah. for this on SmackDown. Um, the biggest tease start going forward in terms of making you want to watch the next TV show. Yeah, which definitely. You definitely need these definitely. things as well. Um, but moving on, I didn't even change the graphic for that one, but there it is. But moving over to the main event, it was Cody Rose versus Oof. Brock Lesnar. And this was also a lot of fun. Mm. I think you'd be surprised to say this card was really, really good. I yeah. really enjoyed this pay-per-view. Um, Cody Rose came hot out of the gate yeah. onto uh, Brock Lesnar, attacking him straight up before the bell had even rung, going absolutely mad with it. Um, to the point where you think it's like, oh, is this going to be some kind of crazy switcheroo where like Cody gets the kind of Brock Lesnar victory over yeah. Brock Lesnar. Like, it genuinely made you believe at the beginning. Uh, but eventually, obviously, Brock Lesnar kind of slowed the pace down by getting in the big suplexes and all the Brock Lesnar moves that you have come to expect at this point. But then it all broke down when, well, at one point, Cody had taken the turnbuckle off, uh, the turnbuckle pad off the turnbuckle and hurled it into the crowd <laughs> in the middle of the German suplex. Um, but uh, Brock Lesnar got thrown into the turnbuckle face burst and got absolutely busted mm. wide open on that thing um, and Cody took this as like a, a shocking water like let's yeah. just go for this absolutely went for the head as much as he possibly could ended up hitting two crossroads on him straight back to back uh, but Brock Lesnar kicked out of those Brock Lesnar ended up getting the Kimura into Cody Rhodes uh, just as you think Cody Rhodes might be able to tap out uh, he did the old switcheroo uh, rolled him over onto his shoulders and got the kind of sneaky pin on mm. Brock Lesnar. But Brock Lesnar in an absolute pool of blood, yeah. staring out through all of this. But Cody Rose gets the victory. Yeah, an epic feeling and fairly economical main event as well. Yeah, Came in at under 10 minutes. There was, Cody's hot start was a kind of a way for him to colour outside the lines because he, it was the turn about his fair play thing. He attacked him with the stairs in the same way that Brock had attacked Cody on the roar after WrestleMania. Yeah. But all of that was before the bell. Yeah. So, by the time Brock and Cody rolled into the ring that was where the match started and Cody had already done the damage it was kind of one of them things where Brock was definitely protected by the booking Cody was clearly instructed to get the hell out of Dodge so he's not there <laughs> celebrating his victory like a hero he's walking down the ramp he's got his arm raised he's down the tunnel and we're left looking at the bloodied Brock rather than yeah. seeing Cody the victor um, and obviously he's had the hot start on him but Brock bleeding was a super effective visual for how Cody had gradually been able to bring down the beast. You could feel the energy was yeah. gradually draining from Brock with the crossroads of blood. The screaming of Cody taking yeah. the blood across his chest and then the hitting of the two crossroads of just literally taking a pool of Brock Lesnar's blood and slamming his face into the floor. There was a comparison made to um, when John Cena lost to The Rock and how the following month he fought Brock Lesnar and they had that primal war, yeah. uh, Extreme Rules. 
and there was a suggestion that this was going to go the same way. Obviously, on that night, John Cena won, and it maybe wasn't the most popular decision. Yeah. Here, Cody did, and it was. Yeah. So thankfully, I think like people can feel a little bit like maybe things are back on track. The running away is something I would express a bit of concern over, but maybe, just maybe, that's Brock Lesnar always wanting to leave something for him. Yeah. You know, he kind of knows his worth, and it's very hard for people to get a pin on Brock, especially Cody's size. Yeah. Brock at least the big guys, but not like... Normal looking people <laughs> like Cody Rose, but he uh, he did at least beat the beast. There was the sense that there might be one more in yes. this, um, but it was a great, exciting, kind of exhilarating moment for Cody when clearly after WrestleMania he desperately needed one. Crowd, as with everything, was just with them the whole step of the way as well. Brock's cut, regardless of um, how serious or deep or indeed accidental or who knows what it was, mm-hmm. was super effective. They tried to shoot around it, but there was simply no doing it. That head <laughs> was redder than usual, and it's yeah. normally pretty red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, there's definitely more that they can do with this in terms of how they finished it mm. um, and sort of leaving stuff on the table, which I think is a good way of doing it. Like you've got to, yeah. if you're leaving something on the table with a Cody versus uh, Brock match, that's a, a big money match mm-hmm. that you've got down the absolutely. line, especially with a what will be an incredibly pissed off <laughs> Brock <Yeah>. Lesnar <laughs> by the way that he lost this match. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot more that you can do here. Brock had his working boots on as oh, well, yeah. 100%. He had his selling shoes on for Cody Rhodes, which is absolutely fantastic to see. Um, and just, yeah, really good finish to a really varied uh, pay-per-view that was just kind of fun top to bottom. One of the strongest ever. Yeah. Like, off the top of my head, one of the best backlashes ever, I would say. Yeah. Good stuff from WWE. Uh, so that is it. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want, you can follow us over on Twitter and keep on the conversation going. You can follow Michael at... Michael Hamlet. And you can follow me at Film My Chambers. And you can follow us all at What Culture WWE. Thank you very much for joining us. The ups and downs for this show will be out tomorrow, so make sure you look out for that. But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.